learning than women. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a it's a lot of different levels and layers to this shit that nobody really want to address, but they want to point the finger and blame somebody for not being able to process the information. You know, like like I said, when you no, like you said, when you talking about the competing portion of it, you know what I'm saying? We're highly competitive people. You know what I'm saying? When you remove the competition aspect from it, then there's no incentive. There got to be a carrot at the end of the stick. Yeah, what am get, I doing it for? Yeah, what am I just for the A's and the B's? That that don't mean nothing to don't me. Don't mean no. shit to me. Because in one household, an A or a B or a C or a D might meet, might be arbitrary fucking indicators, but in another household, that's an ass beating. Because when you yeah. come home to me, I'm like, did you win? No, I'm saying. No, no, I don't care about the A. Did you win? That's why you got a lot of people around here. They, they, they. So they, everybody, everybody's a hater. Every to them, everybody's a hater. They don't understand that that's a that's a figment of your imagination. Just because a person mm-hmm. disagrees with your train of thought or or your processes or whatever it is you present, don't mean they hate you. They just have a different opinion. They have a different point of view. And and if you can't indi- if you can't identify and indicate what true hate is, hate usually results in death. True hate. Mm-hmm. True hatred has ended nations. There, there was whole genocides based on hate. True hate. True hate. True not this, hate. Not this modern day uh, dislike or disdain. No, I'm talking hate. Or the people get, getting up, putting groups together, talking about you and all that on the set. No, 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 no. Hate. Motherfuckers that literally hate you. Hate the side of your fucking face. Man. Hate is the, hate is the, the, the key proponent that, that drives the system that we live in now. It's, That's why it's, a, it's a great motivator if you know what you if, if you know what's up. So calling somebody with a difference of opinion or somebody who has a criticism about some things that they notice about you, a hater is a is it does a disservice to the entire English language at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jews to put Donald Trump in office, you know, bum, like bum. wouldn't even have got in there if it wasn't a whole bunch of white people hating on everything. That, that on the surface is different from them. Meanwhile, you really hating on motherfuckers is really in the same boat as you. And the people that you supporting are rich and they don't care about nobody that's poor. They just using your dumb ass. I was talking to my girlfriend about that. I said, you know what? It's a whole subset. It's a whole, it's a, yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a subset. I don't even think they're the majority, but they make up a nice chunk of the nation where they firmly believe they invented life. Hmm. And that's the white folks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't all of them, but it's a it's a it's nice, enough. It's a vocal. It's, enough. It's, a, it's a vocal <laughs> amount of them where they truly firmly believe they invented life. They did invent life, man. How else would they have been able to stand in Egypt and build them pyramids in 125 degree weather and not get a tan, bro? you know what's funny melanin is literally the only element besides chlorophyll and plants that is capable of like photosynthesis creating energy energy from sunlight yeah literally like we We don't get walking around this reason why we did so well during slavery is because we don't get tired we don't saying the sun is trying the sun was giving us more all we need to do is hydrate. <laughs> Keep us hydrated. We'll work from sun up to sundown. Give us a timeout. Like to believe white people like to believe that we the lazy motherfuckers on the job. But the true honesty is, is we is a group of us. No, 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 no. We ain't lazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
hold on. There's a group of us that don't want that job. Yes. And then there's a group of us, we figure if I'm gonna be in here get my bread, let me get my bread. Yeah. And you know who the laziest motherfuckers are? Them. The white motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers use fucking sick time and, and vacation time and, and FMLA Bro. like it's water, my Cause, guy. Cause remember the whole time that you were working your ass off, they were telling you that you was a lazy motherfucker when you couldn't pick the a uh, hundred bills of cotton a day. But they couldn't. They couldn't run you around the fucking plantation and do it if they wanted to. No, they couldn't. They couldn't even sit out in the sun for uh, sixteen hours because they they stop blistering up and shit. Yeah, you know that's like the irony of like just being in the workforce in general now because on because if you think about it, I'm pretty sure all three of us got some people that's quote unquote you know ahead of us management whatever that we are definitely smarter than and man this was there long enough and kissed enough ass long enough to be in a position where you could tell me what to do i'm seeing that you stupid what's your decision making and right. then we have Talk about the it. finesse to get the shit to not be stupid to like basically make you think my idea is your idea so we're not doing some dumb shit because i don't want to do the dumb shit i don't even care about the credit I just right. don't want to do something stupid. I just don't want to be looking stupid and dumb, wasting energy and time and doing doing extra shit. So I'm going to give you this idea to make sure that we look good, but we get the fuck about it. You're going to get the credit, my G, because allegedly you came up with the idea, but I'm only really saying it so we can get the fuck about it here and go home. I'm going to go ahead and let you be Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you be Ben Franklin. Run <laughs> around with this quote that I came up with from scratch and I be can, I could tell they be acting like they came up with the shit. I said it in a meeting one time and I be hearing them all the time. Like, yo, I never heard that before in your fucking life. It was a um, analogy. I was basically like, you know, cause I work in visual styling. So a lot of the shit that you do, it gets erased, you know, like you'll do something, some sales, somebody moves on whatever. And I would have people that I would be training that would get super, like, irritated. Like, oh, my God. And then it's like, we come to work to make sandcastles. The tide going to come in, make a new one tomorrow. Like, that's all that this right. is. You know, yeah. and, like, that was like, oh, my God, said, that's profound. <laughs> I ran. said that in the media. Oh, my God. Now they be saying this shit all the time. I bet you was going to end up in their training shit. You know it. You know it. And you will get no credit for that shit. At all. At all, and I don't care. I was like, "This is my donation to retail because I'm." <laughs> Fifteen years, you gonna go back around there? They still gonna be saying that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I know. That's how that's it be, my, man. That was my gem for you guys. <laughs> that's how. That's what they do to hip hop. That's what they do to everything we present to the world, my guy. That's literally what they do. <laughs> they run around. It, it, there's no reason there should be a go-to white drill rapper. But there is. But there is. <laughs> and, and the thing about that is we haven't protected our shit quite well. We never do. We Bro, just make like some it. shit and then move on to another thing. And they be still playing with the toy that we didn't got bored with and go made a new toy. And the thing about it is like the whole the our process of making it what bigger than what it is is really wired to them being fucking in awe of what we've created. So like hip hop, again, using that as another example the reason why hip-hop is so big yeah we was out there chasing the money or whatever but it only got 
big because white people were so fucking locked in. They could not believe that something so fucking profound happened with these people again. These again, these people, again. these people just keep doing this shit. Like we was making it dope, but they made it global. That's why the motherfuckers in Russia and Ukraine and all this Germany, old, Germany, they love us. They love salute to Germany. You know what I'm saying? France, all these places, anywhere in the we just and you know, guess what? Something else coming along. We just ain't seen it yet, but it's coming along, and we gonna nigga. We made the NBA dope. Yes, sir. The NFL dope. <laughs> Man, have, I'm pretty sure we've all seen the grainy black and white early without black people version of these sports, and they were quite sad. They, they look dumb as hell running up and down. Basketball looked dumb as fuck without us. You know what? It looks like, like super dumb. Somebody said something that kind of stood out to me, and it make perfect sense though. They said that uh, we what we do is is dope to them. And, and becomes uh, a worldwide phenomenon. But what they latch on to is when they can replicate it and say, hey, we can do that too. And then they take off and run with it and be like, that's mine now. You yep. see what I'm saying? So like, you got your, you got your Elvis Presley's, you got your Eminem's, you got your, that's why, that's why Jack Harlow exists. You see what but, I'm saying? But by the time they run off with it, we have already moved on from it. But we haven't done it this time. We haven't walked, we haven't moved on yet for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, but when you think of, like what? Because anybody like we didn't, we've never walked away from something without already having a replacement for it. That's true. That is true. We've never like we like the disco craze blew up because of us. Disco turned into hip hop. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying like right now, like we might not necessarily be so heavy into the rapping portion of it, and we might be more heavy into the production side of things. And hell, we even more of the moguls and, and shit like that in, in these conglomerates but we haven't branded ourselves yet we haven't turned anything mm -hmm. to a multi-billion dollar black business yet based on it so what what's the next thing that's true i i, I can't find that they've been monopolizing off of us hand over fist and we we got like a couple billionaires in our culture right now yeah right? three or four billionaires in our culture but like where's the business where's the brand where's the like dev jam should not just be tied to sony records dev jam should be oh, no. that should be independent by itself it should be an independent uh, it should be entity it should be sony yeah it, it should be it should be our sony it should be you know what i'm saying exactly. it should be universal exactly right it should be that it be for it to have been what 85 it? i mean this is yeah. almost 40 years no I mean, how long did it take Hip-hop turns 50 next year. No, right? I'm talking about um, Def Jam. Okay, Just, okay. And, and it's like, how is that not the entity that it should be? You know, it should. And like, it just got passed around like a hoe and been on different, exactly. um, just a imprint on all these bigger all labels. And, and then what they do to allow, to allow, they, they, they contract workers to make some money outside of just their, their, their labor. They say, hey, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to brand your own label under me though. So you can bring me more talent. Cause I don't got the time to be out there looking for talent. You go so out there. So I'm gonna depend on you to do it. You're gonna be the A&R. You ain't gonna be the label. You're gonna be an A&R for, for me to get talent. And yeah. when you get the talent, we gonna put them on your label. But when they yep. blow, we gonna take them off your label and put I'll them on our credit. Yep. That's, that's how this shit go, man. Yeah. Again, we don't we we don't have we don't have our parachute for the next big thing that we got going on. Now I'm pretty sure we got a lot of dope shit happening, but I can't put my finger on what the fuck it is. 
Okay, it's the same way in boxing, though. When you think about boxing, how mm-hmm. all the Jewish boxers got their little money and they got out the game and they went and got real estate and everything else and, and they fixed up their lives and, and they fixed up their communities and shit like that. They went and did that. The, the black boxers stayed boxing. They stayed blowing money, doing all wild, crazy shit. A lot of the ideas didn't stick. But none, a lot of them guys didn't know how to keep shit going for themselves or for the rest of everybody. Now you're starting to see it with Floyd. Floyd giving certain guys game and everything, but it's not a lot. Like it's not to me. It's not enough to be sustainable to to where generations from now, four, five, six generations from now, we won't even be worried about boxing. We don't even have to. We won't even have to get into boxing no more. You know, that's because we don't have all right. We don't have a true community. Facts. Like, like Jewish people have a community. If, if if when Pacquiao left and he went back home, he took money home. He didn't he didn't have to just go back to the block. He happened to move to and just keep the money in a safe. He went back home, investing in his people, shit like that. Right. We don't have a community. Our sense of community. All communities are tied to family. You see what I'm saying? Families that are that that are. Uh, that are founded on something, business owners, blah, blah, blah. We don't have a community because we don't even have family structure. We don't have a family. Like the things that indicate what a family truly is, we don't have, we don't have, we got bits and pieces of it. We have our own version and iteration of it, but it it doesn't legitimize us in the grand scheme of what this society needs to sustain itself in in terms of our culture, our people, our Mm -hmm. community. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we can do dope shit, but what we can't do is pretend that that dope shit is the the true foundation for what keeps our families together because it definitely doesn't it, our music speaks to that art imitates life we write songs about the type the very shit that that tells you why our families don't work but then we give it away <clears throat> we 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 like it's a whole bunch of, i don't need a man i don't need a bitch happening in, in the music and that's a false that's a false narrative to anybody's listening but also we put out these narratives and we give it out to the world, but we're not really taking care of the ones who are sent. Think about it. The record labels used to sign artists that was in their late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. Sign artists that was already seasoned. They was talented. They wasn't just somebody that you don't need talent now. All you need is somebody who's young and impressionable, like the fucking military. Just get somebody mm-hmm. in there who young. With a hundred thousand views on this on this shit. And- yep, they gotta make sure you don't went viral and got a whole bunch of little dumb fans ready for the dude to. And are you a dumb message? And are you out here mimicking that's already, if you're already pre-wired and predisposed to all the bullshit that's our, our, that we're selling you, then you're a perfect fit for what we're trying to do. Because you're a fresh new face. You're going to replace little, little shithead. <laughs> and we're going to put you in his place because his time. <laughs> Young dingling. <laughs> Young nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're <laughs> gonna replace you. I'm gonna replace little scrotum with you. You know what I mean? Oh fuck, <laughs> that's crazy. But then on top of that, we don't own we we don't own all this shit. Like there's you no got, ownership. We then there's Leo Cohen over over Google okay. Music. He running the shit. So. Running numbers up. Running numbers. That's where he went, huh? He yeah. Yeah, 300 music, too. Is it 300? Yeah, 300, yeah. Yeah, look him up, Creed. 
Look, he, he left the position where he was because he said, I got to get total control over what's going on with music. Because he because he knows that we're not grabbing control. Yes. So he went, he went and got with a situation that needed that type of leadership and took ownership. Yes, sir. Dude, that's what that's what we lacking, bro. We too busy trying to be in these streets, trying to turn up and look good for these bitches. These chicks out here trying to look good for these niggas who ain't even interested in them. Man, I'm trying to get my dick sucked, bro. I don't care what you talking oh, man, about. Shorty, I'm trying <laughs> Shorty trying to get her a six hundred dollars front and some eyelashes. You know what I'm saying, nigga? When Cardi said, "I don't cook, I don't clean, but I still got that ring" or some shit like that, I knew when them bitches started singing along with that, I was like, "Yeah, it's over." But you know what I love? Like after that shit happened, fucking Offset was like, "Nah, put her ass straight on fucking Snapchat, cleaning and all the shit." Like, no. <laughs> Guarantee you this though, like that little that little clap back he provided ain't gonna do did nothing. Okay. Did no, nothing. No, no, that was already, more so for his own. It's already self respect more so. He don't care that it didn't. It, it just when it it could get referenced like that ain't me. Right. I don't know what she talking about. That's some cap. But this is what the fuck it is. Even though it goes away, he can always reference that. But you're right, the chicks. They always gonna latch on that's to that, that shit. That's they part. That's they part. You know Because mm-hmm. now when they go home to the nigga that, you know what I'm saying, that that said that promised to flip their fucking in- the income tax, he gonna be like, I'm hungry. She's like, I don't cook. I don't clean. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's gonna hit him with that. To well, all the women or the young women who are listening to this podcast when you come across it, please know that the shit that you are hearing on the radio and on Spotify and Google, whatever it is, it's not for you. Yeah, they, 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 it's they, a, it's a blank message. It is, it's lies. You are being lied to the majority of the women who are talking like that really want a man to be in their corner to protect and to, and to provide for them on some level. It is a lie. If you believe well, that, there is no guy in their corner. We live in a society that's a two-income society now. Every like most of these jobs barely even let you get by if you make less than thirty-five thousand a piece. You know what I'm saying? So if, for those who are not mathematically inclined, that's seventy thousand. That's a seventy thousand dollar household. Some of us make that on our own. Exactly. It's I, I, I'm not even gonna put myself out there, but I, I'm telling you, I, I sleep on that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I sleep on that. So easily. So easily. To, so, so to actually pair up with a chick for me don't mean much or nothing. I'm not counting her money. You know what I'm saying? If she whatever she brings to the table, as that's long, cool. As long as she's gainfully employed and she she can maintain certain things on her own. Because that means there's more money coming into the house. But right. I, I but I don't need her to do what I need done. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas on the flip side of that. There's a lot of women out here, they not making what I'm making. And if the if the general society, depending on what state you live in, requires a minimum of sixty thousand dollars, and you're not really scratching that itch, that's how you, that's how you end up with the welfare state. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's how you find. That's how you end up with people working two and three jobs. You know what I'm saying? That's how you end up with chicks with OnlyFans and shit. Yeah, man, I know shaking their ass. I know girls who seem like straight up 
nerves and really don't even probably for real want to do it. I mean, they're doing it because they open to it. But at the same time, if the, if gas wasn't $8 million a gallon <laughs> and shit like that, they probably wouldn't have been not busting it open on their phone. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's crazy. So, it's crazy, though. Think about it like this. But do you have that cheat code? If you need to play that card, do you have that card in your hand? No. If, if, no. If, if shit get rough to you, you, if shit get so rough to you, the, you the need to turn, turn that Oh, don't, but you do. Because then it turned back into, then you have to have the this, um loose morality to be like, well, the only people who paying for shit is stupid-ass men, so I guess I have to do what the women do. Nope. That's literally that's, the that's, only thing. Actually, you going even deeper than they got to go. Because mm-hmm. women, oh, right, because you, you got to face some shit. Exactly. You got to go outside your own moral boundaries and do some shit that you don't even agree with just so you can get to the money. Her, she's just making a compromise. Regular shit, yeah. You know, making a compromise. And, and I've made jokes about that, saying that, oh, now I got to go out here and be a gigolo to make money. And I be joking, but... Women already know going in that they sought after in that way. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? We are a visual species. Men are the visual ones. We the ones that are attracted to what we see. That's why they go so fucking hard to look the way they think we want them to look. Even though a lot of times they be way the fuck off base. But when you do, when dudes do OnlyFans, they ain't on that motherfucker working on cars and computers. <laughs> you on that motherfucker doing some shit that's way outside who you are as a man. Right, right, or you, right. Or you just went ahead and say, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and be the man I am on the inside. And just yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why does it remind me of that part from uh Boogie Nights? I got After that from, everything uh... fell apart. Yeah, you ever see that? You saw that before six. I never before. When everything fell apart, that's what he was doing. Yeah, doing stuff strange for some change for some dudes. That's the only people gonna pay for some shit. Why he shooting up in his meat? I uh, know. I know that he was. You know what that's from? And it, you you might be remembering from another movie that you I know you we all have seen this movie with Don Cheadle, the Earl Manigault story. Yeah, that's what the one. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's where you got that from. The guy that who was his homie, yeah, had started doing that because I think his um his hands got his, he got, he had got some amputations. Like he was super fucked up and that was like the only good veins that he had. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) he destroyed the ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break because, uh, one of us has to piss maybe more. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. I was saying like, it shouldn't necessarily always be that way though, because you got like, like, I know what my limits are. If I fuck Halle Berry, <laughs> if I fuck, if I get, if I get, for, if I'm fortunate enough to fuck Halle Berry or Sierra, I'm not going to go the rest of the days of my life thinking I deserve every bad bitch that meet that criteria. I'm going to be like, damn, I got lucky twice. Well, I got lucky once. Damn, that was good. That's, but I, that's your thinking, I, six. That's my trophy. But a chick could get a dude who make $100,000. Once. And they'll break up. And then she'll think from that day forward, that's the level she on. And think that she'll always be able to land that. No, but you you won't be able to because that's not necessarily the thing for you. It just happened that one time. You have to be able to bring something to the table for that to have happen consecutively, or for that to happen that one time, and then you 
you clamp down and say, I'm not never letting, I'm not ever letting this go. But you can't question what they bring to the table, bro. But they don't bring nothing to the table. You can't say I mean, they are the table. What do you mean? <laughs> See, this is <laughs> well, first of all, we already know both sides saying that is some bullshit. Like it's two whole people creating a whole situation outside of themselves. It's not two halves creating a whole, it's two whole people. Now you're creating another thing, but to do what we gotta do, I need my attributes. She, I need her attributes. We both need our shit together to make the shit work. And I feel like when we you're do doing, the, you're, using, you're using man brain. You're using man brain. Oh, logic, right? I know. Do that. <laughs> but let him let him finish his thought though. Right, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. I'm, but I'm a rebut. I'm already seeing where this is going because I 100 get it. No, it's this is the logic shit. This is what it should be. It's not this, but this is what it should be. It should be like, yo, your attributes augment my attributes. Wow. If we work together, this shit will work. But both sides of it always think one is better than the other. And it ain't no better. (laughs) We're different. Like, I could live 250 if I'm in good shape. The girl can have a whole ass baby. I can't never do that. She probably never can lift 250 on a bench press. But both those skills together, wow, I could protect the person who's having a person to continue our species. Wow, that's what the fuck we here for. But people be thinking stupid though. But that's why I know (laughs) what you stopped me for because you're right. Nobody thinks like that because that's too much. One plus one equals two. They gotta throw some bullshit in there. It's it's always. I'm gonna tell you like this. There's two types of there's two types of women that that kind of run the show right now in terms of. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm out the game. I got me and my girl. If 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 this shit don't work out, I'm gonna just be a dog. That's it for you, huh? I'm gonna be a dog ass nigga. But <laughs> future. <laughs> I'm dead. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm in that age bracket and I make the type of money where I can't settle for no bullshit. I cause I got too much to lose. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, like the way I view it is like this, bro. It's like they come in the gate feeling like they already yo deserve it. Yeah, they feel like they're your equal. They think that equality, they think that equal uh outcomes are are better than equal opportunities. You know what I'm saying? They think that they deserve something. They deserve a man that make that kind of money. They deserve a man who drive that kind of car. They deserve blah, 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 blah. And then you got the other kind who don't necessarily feel like they deserve it, but they still going to play that game. Because guess what? Niggas ain't in a position to tell them no no more. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I will use Lizzo as the bitch who don't feel like a nigga could tell her no no more. You see what I'm saying? Like, she done shot a shot at fucking Chris Evans. She done shot a shot publicly, got shot down and cried about it on fucking Instagram. You know what I'm saying? But she feel like, I make all this money. Why ain't these niggas on my ass? You know why? Because niggas don't care about your money. And the ones who do feel like they care about your money, that's the brokest nigga on the block who want to flip your income tax. You did what? Real, the real man don't care about your money. It's oh, what you can actually... You. Con- what you can actually do to contribute to the success of us as a group. Exactly. 
because right. and what contributes to our success is our legacy. Pause for a second, fellas. Sorry. It's all good, bro. What contributes to my success is my legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm at, like I said, I'm at that age where I look at things from a in the long term. I'm not looking at shit just. Well, let's go take trips in and go to Jamaica every fucking two weeks and let's go party and make you look good. And so you can take pictures of the food while we eating and shit like that. No, bitch, this ain't that. I'm yeah. trying, I'm, I'm, my, my life is a business. This life is a business. You know what I'm saying? If we spend all our resources on, on fucking Birkin bags and, and Jimmy Choo shoes and shit like that, instead of me trying to put you through school and get our kids through school. and We'll never have nothing. We'll never have shit because all we're doing is fucking party. What are we celebrating? Yeah. The fuck are we celebrating? What are we celebrating every weekend that you have to go out and Jimmy Choo's and BCBG or whatever it is to eat two hundred dollar tab meals and shit like that? Four five hundred dollars on a meal and all this shit. But and keep in mind, this is all my provision. What if I ask you to do something for me and you tell me no, you violated our contract? Yep, because now that I done done all this, you're supposed to show me what you're capable of doing. That's why you can't ask them what they bring to the table, bro. Because if you say my favorite meal is this. Can you cook that for me? Well, I don't know how to cook it. Well, are you willing to learn how to cook it? You see what I'm saying? It shouldn't be one of them situations where you have to even ask them types of questions. But because guess what? We as men, if you raised right, you know what you need to bring to the table. You need to yeah. you need to provide. You need to protect. You know what I'm saying? You need to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? You got to be masculine at all times. Meaning if somebody fucking kick in the goddamn door and try to rob y'all, who, who got to jump up and, and defend I'm that? getting out the bed and I'm going downstairs at a moment's notice. And, and you don't have to have nothing to worry about because you already know that I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it as your man. And it's and it's never, that's why, that's why I always trump respect over love. That's why I always put respect over love. But I think that's all all of us as men, not all of us, but certain types of men know that it's respect over love. Because love is fleeting, dude. Yeah. Love is like, and love is actually more of an action word than a verb, but we use it as a verb. I call it a verb. You show a person, you show a person love. You don't just tell them off you love them. You got to show them. Yeah, that's love to me is a verb. I've always said that, like, you have to put some action behind that. Yeah, and respect will cause you to do it automatically. Yeah. Out of respect. Because out of respect for me, the things that you know I don't like, you won't even consider doing. You you'll go, yo, let me not even do that because the homie ain't gonna he ain't gonna even fuck with that. And me and by me not doing that, that's me showing you love. Yep. Yep. It's love and respect at that point. Yep. And now Absolutely. it's tied together. But to try to have one without the other is crazy. But again, that's why I said like. We just, we just, in a, we're in a weird time. It's, it's a strange uh, dynamic that's happening. That's kind of like, it's unfolding. A lot of the, um, a lot of these guys aren't raised with this, with that level of, uh, that, that, that level of responsibility. You know what I'm <laughs> Damn it, man. A lot was getting said. All right, go ahead. Like I was saying. So like right around, right after World War II or right around World War II, when all the men soldiers were overseas fighting, the, the women joined the workforce. You know what I'm saying? They just they just got their vote. They got to join the the, the grand society. They got to be a, a voice. But the way to to implement a two income society, they had to realize, man, these women can make money that we can tax as well. When these guys come back home, they're gonna get back to work. But it's gonna be so much more expensive to live now that you got to have two incomes in the household. But you're going to have also scenarios playing out where most people couldn't do that. Black people, we weren't allowed to join a lot of that stuff. We weren't allowed to participate in a lot of that stuff. But, but on the flip side, 
black people was on some two income stuff a yeah. way longer time before white people was fully on board with that because we had to. But so they, the they women would be made. But they never wanted our participation, period. You know what I'm saying? Had our participation had any true value to them, they would have never tried to burn our shit down and flood it, flood it under lakes and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So our participation was never anything that they even valued. The only reason why we even get to participate, we really don't get to participate, bro. If we're not entertaining these motherfuckers, they don't want us out here. Because they know the power we have when we actually do something legitimate with our dollar. They rather we just go ahead and be customers. That's why the welfare state is so fucking strong in the black community. And we're not even the biggest users of the shit. You know what I'm saying? There's way, there's way more. The reason, <coughs> why, the reason why Roe versus Wade hit the black community so hard and they made black men the face of it is because they trying to plant the seed in the mind that we don't want our kids. And we and black men are the, are the most active fathers in the, in, in the United States. Still. You see what I'm saying? We are not, we are not welcome. They but do not want us in the home, but we are very active. We even, for the most part, we even like, we, we engineer a lot of this shit so they could be comfortable. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Even to our own detriment. I mean, shit, even what, and this kind of correlates to what you're saying, um, did y'all see um, Tank on um, or Drink Champs? Drink Champs, when he was talking about a white guy can come out with a love song and they're going to push that to the top of the charts, but he who can probably most definitely sing better than that person could make the same song and they're not going to let it get to those places because it's dangerous for us to show love they don't want us to show that they want us to keep being dumb keep blowing each other brains out keep saying we hate our women and showing up with some other non-black woman all the time when we talking shit about our women and every song and then showing up with white girls and latinas and everybody else when we are with a woman so all that shit correlates that's why these black girls, unfortunately, especially the young shit, not even an age thing. They just been seeing it so long. They self esteem is so screwed up behind it. That's Still, why, like that's why they wear the the exotic weaves and shit like that, trying to look the part. You know and when we in the you run into a cat that don't like that, they be talking to us like we ridiculous and crazy for not liking that bullshit. It's like I want you to be comfortable and natural, but they don't. The age demographic that's affected by that, right? Like, like if you look at like the, from the scope, like the men, the age of the men, the window for the age of men versus the age of women. So the, the demographic is so skewed, bro. It's like, um, it's like men between the age of like 35 to 21 versus mm -hmm. like females ages of 18 to fucking 44. Right. So you got, so technically what you have is a scenario because women already, for the most part outnumber us. Yep. Uh, especially like here in the United States, because a lot of us just aren't out here in the streets like that. Um, and so you have this scenario playing out where a lot of these women who, who drank the Kool-Aid, a lot of dudes who drank the Kool-Aid, they out there just playing musical chairs and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's always more people than it is chairs. You know what I'm saying? Men are the chairs. We the chairs. We we are where the women are supposed to come in and rest. You see what I'm saying? But we running out. It ain't enough of us. 
know what I'm saying? A lot of us getting off the market. You got you got guys that are getting married, guys who are just going ahead getting in committed relationships. Uh, you got guys who fucking divest. You got guys who are out here fucking incels now. You know what I'm saying? Because they just don't, they weren't raised with the social skills to actually deal with some of the women that, that's on the market. You see what I'm saying? These women, are, these women are a lot more aggressive now. Women are, like the way Matt was describing his mom, dude, mm -hmm. it's, it's 30,000 of them right now doing it in a, in a weaker way. So they're not necessarily taking the type of chances that his mom took. They rather just take the, the they rather take the low hanging fruit. You know what mm. I'm saying? Instagram models and shit like that. So they, they mm. so, so they get into their bag, but guess what? They don't have any other guidance or structure to do what's responsible with that money. They just want to be able to say, "I got this money, so I can live a lavish life." And then you got these guys who know they're not in the market to provide anything for a woman who's in his same age bracket. Who lived that live with that mindset? So he's he rather either not even deal with her, deal with somebody outside his race. You see what I'm saying? It's, it, mm -hmm. it goes, but like for us, like for men who are like focus on like you got a goal, you got you got your dreams, you got your ambition, you got a business you're trying to run. All of these different things that that keep us focused, we ain't worried about the dating game like that. But guess what? If you want to try to get go out there and get you some pussy, that's when you get faced with it. That's when you get faced with it. When you out here, when you stop what you're doing and you and you you say, you know what, I ain't hollered at no chicks in a minute. Let me go holler at some chicks. Yeah. And it's, it's called you a creep because you you just want to holler at her. You know what I'm saying? That sense of entitlement is a part of what this programming is, bro. It's that I'm better than big eye little you. Because you got to break through all that shit once you start yeah. back dating. Yeah. And I, I'm going to say this as a guy that be dating off and on, this shit is trash. <laughs> It's trash, man. I hate it. I hate it with a with a with a passion. Like trying to date and find someone who's secure and, and wants to grow. It's Most just of them feel like they gotta compete with you. Most of them feel like they gotta yeah. compete with you, man. It's like uh, but the problem with it with it is, is like their perception of what it is your responsibilities are versus what their responsibilities are. That's what makes them feel like they don't need you, but they don't realize what value you bring to them. But like I said, you can't ask them what you bring, what they bring to you. You see what I'm saying? They look at you, they're like, oh, he's a nice looking dude. Cause they, they, for some reason, modern in the modern times, women are more, they're, they're being more visual. They're not really introspective. They're not looking at what's his family life like? How, how does he treat his mom? Is he, does he go to church or some stuff like that? All the stuff that really counts. Mom, all they care about now is, are you swaggy? What you drive, you see what I'm saying? So if you, if all you got to do is lead with that, that's how you get those videos with them dudes catch, call them chicks gold diggers and shit like that. They not exposing nothing that ain't real. They not exposing nothing that, that's hard to find, but they pointing out the flaw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And every time I see that, I'm like, yo, why is it so simple for them to catch that? But it's easy. You you pull up in a nice ride, and it's like it's like it. I posted a meme where a dude was in a mirror and. uh he was like, he was yelling at himself. He was like, uh, you're not a bad fisherman because you can't catch fish. He said, the, uh, the bait is bad bait because they don't, no, he said the fish is just bad fish because they're not biting your bait. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, like what you put, you like, as a man, you come to the table and you present what you present, but women are the ones that call themselves the catch. If you're truly the catch, it shouldn't be so hard for you to land that one man. You don't have to be running around here fucking everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not hard to please. Uh, these are the, we we come we walk to the door with our list of requirements. This is what we need so we can have a strong family. I'm thinking legacy. I'm not thinking let me find somebody I could just have on my arm and take to dinner parties and take on trips. But in your mind, you're thinking I need somebody who's gonna take me to dinner parties and take me on trips. 
<laughs> I need Balenciaga shoes and all this. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking long term. You thinking some surface level shit. You want me? You want somebody? You want to be a fucking Easter egg? You Materialistic. To, you want me to color you in and shit like that? But I'm thinking. But let me let's 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 go hard with this. Not not just have some shit so you could say you got you a nigga who make a lot of money and and you could take pictures of other food but crap me out of it. You know what I mean? That's where I am with it. Like. I don't care about all the pictures. Like I want, I want a sustainable living. You know, five years from now, like if it goes bad or if it don't, do we got enough to make sure that guess we what? good? Because guess what? If something happened and one of us ended up in a hospital and some some serious decisions need to be made, do you got it? You okay? Until I get back on my feet, you okay? Can you do this for the next four to six months while I recover? Yeah. Are you? Can you do this? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need to hear no shit. Cause I got other shit to worry about. I got to worry about my health. I got to worry about my eyesight. All this, this, that, and the third. But what happens is, is that's when the true, the true them comes out. Because then, you'll oh yeah, be, then you'll be like, oh shit, she done got another nigga. Or she already had another nigga in the tub. She wasn't, she wasn't, she ain't willing to make them sacrifices and deal with the the L that comes with actually picking up the slack. And certain ones are just not ready for that. They're not built for that. You know, like they're looking for a nigga to come ready made and with, with everything prepared for them. Cover all the costs. Just yeah. you want me to be a benefactor. You just want me to come in here and just, you know what I'm saying? Just donate money to, to your the charity that is you. <laughs> and for me, it's like let's get to a place where that's even viable like they they get you right out the gate like you supposed to it's like i don't know you like that's <laughs> hey, bro, i don't know crazy, people and they want so much from people that they don't know like one thing that i'll be tripping it actually make me laugh a little bit because i'll be like this how y'all be ending up on the on the news dead in the island somewhere I can't tell you how many times I've been on a dating app or even just meet a woman out and you just end up having a conversation or whatever. And they say some dumb shit like, I don't even, I hate small talk. Let's just uh, get to know each other on vacation. So you gonna go thousands of miles away with a person you do not know. I don't even want to do that with a girl. And I'm in a more position of if something jump on, I could protect myself in theory. But at the same time, if a person is shysty and they got ulterior motives as a male, we got to be as um, diligent and alert as a woman is because they're going to have different tactics. It's like, okay, if I'm trying to take care advantage of a man, obviously stronger me this. So drug him, do this, do that, which happens. We've heard of this shit. Yeah, Cardi B bragged about doing the shit. Yeah, when she was in her well, her main whole phase. Now she's just in a different phase of whole. She was stripping and she was stripping and trying to figure shit out. Yeah, white phase now. (laughs) Yeah, um, but I'm telling you, like you make you make you make one hundred percent sense. But we're we're talking logic, brain guy brain. I mean, we're talking we're talking about things that we know for a fact are true, but they will argue up and down that these are the problems that men present on themselves. Because why? We don't have to take them nowhere. We could have said no. Like, 
Yeah, you that's that's deflection. You're not on it. You're not. You know what the core problem is, bro? I'm gonna get right to the root root of it. <laughs> uh oh, a lack of self accountability. I've never I've never been in a scenario where I argued with a woman about something or had a, a disagreement with a woman about something that she did and she properly apologized. You're not gonna get that. Never. No ownership at all. It's always something that I did that brought it on. It's always been that way. And I I, I went around and I asked a bunch of questions to a lot of guys just to see whether or not it's something that's just that's unique to me. And most of them didn't even they couldn't even conceive the notion of a woman apologizing for, for something. I just take the blame. I just say the man is my fault. And that's, that's, think, about like, think about like this is a this is a prevalent problem that we should not be living with. I don't, I'm telling you straight up, I hold everybody feet to the fire now, bro. Now that I'm aware, I'm smart enough. I'm like, nah, nope. You can't say you can't tell me what you did wrong and why what you did was wrong. We not finish. We not gonna finish this this connection right here because men hold each other to that. Why can't men hold women to that? If your woman, if your woman is supposed to follow you, she's and we to- do, we do hold each other to that. Like we, we're, we're serious about I'm that. Not gonna, you ain't, we don't even, we don't even outright disrespect each other like that. And no. when a woman, a, a woman, you'll be beefing with your with a woman, just a random woman, and she'll call you a broke ass, bum ass, faggot ass nigga. You <laughs> which one of them words? Which one of them words is the one that if a nigga said it, it ain't gonna end in a fucking uh, uh, faggot ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All of those, a woman, for real though, all of that to actually trigger a nigga. I just threw, I just threw all the words. The only word I didn't throw in there was bitch. Hold on now, <laughs> wait a minute now, wait a minute. But if niggas, if niggas, if a niggas start arguing, you like you faggot ass bitch ass nigga, nigga, he he letting you know he's ready for the escalation. Demon time. Shit, they ain't even prepared for it to escalate. All they want to see is you turn to a motherfucking emotional ass dude. Because they don't understand what the next phase of that is of that really is for us. We're wired into that because what it is is we uh, we understand escalation and what our role is in that. And they don't. They don't. They don't you know have that. what I. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that it and 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 maybe I'm off and I don't know, but now that I think about it in the context of what you're saying, it's almost like when a man is an abuser it's like he got to disconnect to the boundary of okay that's a woman right. i'm not gonna do this because ultimately a lot of times the initial thing start out of an argument she probably say some shit that's ridiculous that triggered that triggered that part of his brain but he- he didn't have the block to be like, okay, I'm pissed off like I want to hit her, but I can't. He don't have that, so he just do the shit. And then... And it chipped away. Because don't nobody enter a relationship just straight up hands-on? You no, don't, no. I mean, you don't just go out on a date with a bitch and then you take her home and after the date, she refused to kiss you and you punch her in her teeth? No. <laughs> no. Think about it. So that means that and this is, I'm, again, I don't, because I don't condone your, the, the, the right, at all, anyway. at all. But at all. I would venture to say this: if you're in a, if you're in a five-year relationship with a chick, and at some particular point that breaking point is met, and you put your hands, the discovery of what led to that has to be seen, has to be made. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that she she deserved it, but everybody has their breaking point. 
Or this nigga just been abusive his whole goddamn life. Right, because it's really either or. He been hiding it. And this was the, the moment he, this was his moment of truth. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But we get to we get to have the conversation of what, because we as men understand how men work. We know we know the chemistry of that, right? But come mm-hmm. on out. How many times, how many guys do you know personally that their girlfriend be beating their ass? Uh, Stop right there. <laughs> the fact you got to think about it, bro. It's Wait, evidence that it occurs sure. and men just internalized it. You see what oh, I'm yeah, saying? No, it happens. It happens. I mean, it happens more. The extent is different. Actually, the statistics is like for all the ones that are actually openly open cases and shit like that, men are like mm-hmm. 23%, women are like 40 some percent. And that's right. just, that's just because 23% will report it. Right. Just imagine we might outnumber them because you know what? Women, women don't have no problem doing anything. They, they verbally abusive. But the reason why we don't say nothing because we don't want to look like a punk. Exactly. 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 So we'll sit up there and take a bitch. Of, man, I know a nigga who got stabbed. And patched itself up and still with the bitch. And let me say this too. I don't know if this is on the same topic or not, but black men specifically, y'all got to stop saying that y'all will take a Latino woman over a black woman because a Latino woman will stab you. And you'd rather do deal with the stab rather than dealing with the black woman who would rather just correct you and get you back on the same page. Y'all gotta stop that shit. Dude, that, a that, human being, a human being feeling threatened. Well, and, and and that's another thing. Like we don't gauge. Why it. are you? A, why are you okay with someone stabbing you rather Dude. than correcting you and getting you back on the page of where you're supposed to be? Dude, we don't even measure a threat the way women measure a threat. Like mm-hmm. socially, socially, women have been uh, predispositioned. We got the we got uh, the Oprah Winfrey era. The uh, the fucking Jenny Jones era. You talk about all these different eras. You got the uh, Jerry Springer era. All of these different examples of how women, because we all, everybody gets programmed in some form of fashion through media. Mm-hmm. The, the, the narrative that's been painted, you got the Maury era. It's like men don't have any self-control and women got all the self-control. That's not true. It's mm. not true. It's not true. We're human, dude. And think about it like this. Our thresholds for, for violence, our thresholds for danger are different. You know what I'm saying? So I could probably, di- the reason why we probably don't report is because we didn't view her as a threat in the first place. You see what I'm right. saying? But just because she did it don't mean she should get, a, get away with it because what happens is is self-accountability tells you I shouldn't be doing that anyway. Right. You see what I'm saying? If I smack my girl, I can't be sitting around here like, well, she should be all right. She ain't bleeding. You know what I'm saying? But a chick would be like, I ain't even hit you that hard. Look at Amber Heard, the shit she said to Johnny Depp. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which... She felt she felt like you a man. You supposed to take it anyway. You supposed to be able to take that. No. Think about how many women think that way. But but baby girl, Turn if you knew how if you knew how hard I could hit. Yeah, I could I could end this right now. This could have been this could have been over with months ago. Yeah. This could have been over with the day it started. But yep. I I'm the one that got to be you know what I'm saying self accountable because. Right. I'm I'm gonna get hit with the most time. Of course. Of all she course. got was all she got. She ain't even had to pay his ass back a fifth of the money that she made him lose. And that you know what I'm saying, that civil suit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? 
and she's and she's trying to file a fucking uh appeal an appeal so she won't yeah, have to no no self accountability not even not even a little bit for the role you played in the bullshit this this ain't just end up in court out of nowhere no this got, this, this this was brought to court by something we what? we got here by some reason yeah and you saying so you telling the you telling the whole world the general public that this is all on him it's a lot of, it's funny cuz even with all the evidence that got brought up it's a lot of women who still and you know what? I respect it to a degree just from like some gang shit, but it's definitely women who don't give a fuck what they say is like, I'm with Amber, cheese, whatever, you know, because, and that's low key, I hate to say it, is low key a red flag. I'll be like, hmm, this on that team, huh? I'm good on you. And it's funny because when I think of the women that I know that are so pro her, never would want to date them ever it's not even that thing it was other stuff but it's just funny how it's that that kind of the cherry on top was like oh that yeah i had a good vibe about how trash that she probably would be to actually try to be because you're not gonna have accountability Mm -mm. if you think that that shit is okay you know so Mm-mm. You gotta have somebody who, especially because we already know their nature is not that as much as humanly possible that they can be accountable. You gotta find out. You need that. You That's need that. Because when shit get tough, when shit get real, you want an accountable person by your side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's really what it all comes down to. I think like we live in a, a, a individualistic society now. Like there's so much individualism. We promote this individuality, and there's nothing wrong with being individuals. But we also exist in, in clusters. We're we're a social species. Yeah, collective. So we kind of have to have respect for each other in that way. This cancel culture shit is getting motherfuckers the fuck up out of here. Shit with no exploration of the facts or anything like that is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because what it, what that it goes back to that that participation trophy shit. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers who felt like they were voiceless and they weren't heard and blah blah blah. Like man, you don't understand how much work it got, how much work was put in place so you can have the privilege of thinking the way you think right now, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Let's at least explore some of these facts because socially we 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 are fucked up. The rest of the world looks at us like we like what the fuck is happening over there? Right, right. Like and why y'all so, so far behind when y'all are the leaders? Not about they, five, they, ten they years. All of us, we're so separated. They've separated us, not even by race or or class or you know. What I'm saying it's down to the fucking gender. Yeah, to gender expression. Mm, <laughs> that's that's the better. So much. They just yeah. they picking us apart, but we and black people we 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 uh we're colorist to each other, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't too many instances where the lightest motherfucker in the room get the crack jokes on the blackest motherfucker in the room, or the no. black in the room get the crack jokes on the lightest motherfucker in the room. Because then they go into that they go into that paper bag test and yeah the charcoal test and all this other shit. This shit is mm-hmm. whack, bro. This shit is whack. And at the end of the day. We all on the, the same, same shit, thing. and we shouldn't even. We like one of my don't nobody want us around, <laughs> right? One of my closest homies is a dark skinned cat, and we used we joked like that, and it was nothing because 
our awareness as a whole is we all on the same team. I'm going to poke fun of you about some bullshit, whatever, but I ain't taking it personal. We used to call y'all from the Alpha and Omega. Like, literally, like, did he make All right. And, like, be like, ha, 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 and be right back on it. Let's, what's the next MF Doom song? Wasn't, you know, like, not even tripping. So a lot of people are too touchy about that, but I get it because of what, the history is behind it, but we got to get past that. Because, like, I'll be tired of hearing brothers and sisters talking about, I ain't going to date somebody. This, this, this. It's like... Most people, so, so pe- some people are so uh, affected by the history of it without knowing the history of it. Mm-hmm. That's fucking insane. That's more insane than anything. Because, again, we're talking about a whole... We, we, we're, like, six generations removed from Jim Crow. Something like that. One or two. From the start. Because yeah, Jim Crow ended in what? The 60s, literally? And these people, you know. But it started from the start of it. So like when, when they implemented Oh, it, right after slavery. So when they implemented Jim Crow, like you think about like all the different steps, all the different layers, everything that landed us here. We're, we, are not, we are not supposed to be in the state that we're in right now, bro. Like if you just look at the math, if you look at the if you look at the ingredients of the recipe, this cake ain't supposed to look like this. Mm. You do know what I'm saying? But what happened is is they planted the seed, the poison in there, and watched that motherfucker bloom. And we were after. we were too busy we were too busy being you know what I'm saying just being who we are we being mm. so all inclusive we we let was trying to be them too. Yeah, which was also fucking us up because we didn't see the bigger picture of okay. the whole integration shit was great, but at the same time, it took our power away. At the same time, it yep. was like a good thing and a bad thing, and instantly, yeah, we were because the whole structure of the black family started crumbling faster once that was implemented. If you really think about it, which yep. is fucked up. That's a fact. Public aid was introduced, hmm. and then you can't have a man in the house if you get, which is bullshit. Like, then that should help the family get off of that. So now you don't have to do it. But if you kick the man out, how the fuck are y'all gonna get past needing it? But that was the whole point. They didn't want you to not not need it. Consider this: you have a scenario in place, right, where we weren't really allowed to be educated. Hmm. But when we were allowed to enter the workforce, we were getting jobs at steel mills and foundries and stuff like that. We were getting all of these jobs. When those jobs start to unionize, that's when education starts to be considered for those jobs. So mm-hmm. a lot of those men who weren't educated, who had those jobs, they couldn't maintain those jobs. They lost those jobs. When those jobs were lost, those men had to figure out other means to provide for their families. So what they become? Hustlers and bootleggers. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying? So now you have a scenario in place where you got guys putting themselves in, 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 in harm's way and doing c- committing criminal acts, and now you got future felons on your hand. You know what I'm saying? Which all of that was by design. Yeah. Because they just wanted us out. The, they always want to take the man out the out the way. Any That's why they generated credit, credit scores. They created credit scores for that reason. Credit scores mm-hmm. was, was introduced and brought into place to keep us from getting fucking we was buying businesses and houses, bro. Banks, when the banks actually was forced to have to give us an opportunity, right? We started spending our money on things that was going to put us in the game. That's what that's what the whole marital marital system was a part of, right? It was a business. 
the only way black people could get married was if there was a, some type of business going on. A business attached to it. Yep. Like they they had everything figured out for us, and all we did was break through. Like, oh, okay, yeah, me and I got such and such and such, and we're gonna get married, and we're gonna do this, this, and this. And, and they was we're gonna incentive because these women civil rights opened the eyes of a lot of people who didn't have the same fight. So women already had their fight going on, but they saw a bunch of niggas, men and women, because women's lib was happening when civil rights kicked off. Mm, that was like, and, and and when the, the, the feminist movement started. The feminist move, movement started and attached itself to women's lib. And the women were like, well, it's black women over there. We're not going to let them talk and, and work with us because they're still niggas, but they're women. So we're going to feed them some of this information and we're going to separate them from those men. That's going to that's going to spread. That's going to widen the gap because th those black men are still men. And they, we we didn't have the power or the or the or the ability to be as as uh, uh, divisive as white men, but to paint that picture and get it in our women's head made it easier for them to get us where where the welfare state kicked off. The difference is is when white women was on welfare, they still had dudes who was working for the fucking union and shit like that. They had dudes <laughs> working for the steel mill. We was out there hustling, and if they and if. The motherfucker come by the house and say, let's see if you got anybody living with you and the motherfucker land up in the bed sleep. You lose everything. She lose everything. So you think she gonna sacrifice the, the roof over her head for a nigga who barely bringing home the money now? Fuck no. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, and it ain't her fault. It's just the way the game is played, especially if you don't have the education. Because again, we're undereducated. Right. So they just you manip every thing that was able to be manipulated in their favor they did so and we still you know dealing with the aftermath of that like i was trying i was trying to watch um i'm gonna laugh i was trying to watch this nba young boy video because i've been working on some different stuff for different clients and of course you gotta watch everything you know as a director mm -hmm. you know i couldn't watch that shit for more than 30 seconds it just hurt it's like what we're creating based on the watering down of the structure of our family is gross. And then they put it in this all year, give him all the money and let him be on TV. He just got like 87 girls pregnant for some reason, because Floyd is like really a hood nigga at the end of the day. He, for some reason, is okay with this fool being around. I'm like, Alright, I guess you taking pictures with him. I would be trying to whoop his ass if that was somebody trying to date my daughter. I don't care how much he got a guy. kid. He got a he got one or two kids with Floyd. Well, Dawson. one I think is one. So I guess he just forced now. He's just like, well, <laughs> it's, it's 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 crazy, man. And the the wild part about it though, it it comes down to like um, that 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 nuclear family unit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I said, uh, a community is is founded on family. You don't have a you, if you don't have a family, you don't have families that 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 comprise your community. Is that really a community? Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just a group of people that live in the same neighborhood or the same area. You know what I'm saying? But families become family to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew everybody on my block when I was growing up. Everybody knew who my mama was when I was growing up. Everybody knew who my pops was when I was growing up. Yeah. When I bump into these guys, it's like, it's like those usually be the bonds you have. It seems like time ain't never left. You know what I'm saying? Time mm -hmm. ain't never left. 
because you know so much about each other and you understand you are- your similar values. But when you have a scenario in place where gang culture uh, is more prevalent than actual family, then gang culture becomes family. Mm-hmm. And when the, when the leadership, when the heads, just like the leadership of the household is taken away, the leadership of the sets get taken away, you get the exact same scenario you started out with with a single mom in the house trying to do the best you can. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, this time it's worse because all these dudes got guns. <laughs> so now you think about it like this, it's a bunch of emotional ass dudes who don't, who don't even know what masculinity look like. They don't even know what a man's supposed to do in their life. And their best version of what masculinity is is shooting another nigga in his face to prove he ain't no bitch. It's, I mean, we it's just it's a it's a spiraling. And then on top of that, they making babies with chicks who say they don't need them anyway. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. It's a lot to ingest, digest. It's a lot. It's sad. It's, it's very sad. I mean, <clears throat> the only thing that we can do is. You know, being OGs now, which is crazy, because I, I still feel like I'm young and I am, but it's we are okay. in a state where <laughs> we are in a state where we got some wisdom, and we, you know, yeah, you, be, you know, imparting that wisdom to the people that we're talking about right now. Which anytime I'm around some young cat. I'm trying to drop some jewels on them and, and get them somewhere in a direction. And I know, Matt, you've been doing that for the longest, you know. It's all about cocaine now. I, I just try to get them to do cocaine, man. Push the T, ain't you? Hey, push them. Push the M. Push the O. Push the O, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, I try to look out the best way I can. Um, Listen, if you're listening to this right now, trust me, you do not want to go to jail and spend 10, 15, 20 years of your life or more in somebody else's jail cell that's been paid for. It's already been put together and you're about to help them pay for it by giving them free labor. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's it's not even worth it. Like, stay away from that. The prison system literally after slavery was restructured Mm -hmm. to continue slavery. That's the whole purpose of it. And that's why the most people in prison are brown people. They don't care. They're Mexican too. They fine. They're brown enough. You go with them. Like, now we get to turn you into slaves. Great. To to (laughs) expand on what Carl... What Creed just said is that the prison system in America alone is 3 million people. 2.1 million are Black, African, African descent. Mm -hmm. That should tell you enough to let you understand what is going on within the prison system. We have said this multiple times on this podcast. We're saying it again right now. That is not a place for you. That is not where you belong. Get a trade, whatever hustle it is that you have, whether it's art, music, uh, cleaning floors, mopping floors, whatever it is that you do, figure it out. Because once they lock you up in there and they got you, they know they got you. 
Because they know that you're going to do everything that you can to take a risk to get right back out here on these streets. Don't let these people fool you into going into that prison system. There is three million people in there. Two million of them look like us. They look like you. They look like me. They look like six. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm. And I ain't begging. I ain't begging nobody nothing. I'm telling you. Don't do it, because if they get your ass, that's it. They know that you get. They know they know that they that they got you. When they institutionalize you, that means they know they know you're gonna keep coming back. That's what that means. Dude, it takes 28 days to break a habit. 28 days to start a habit. All you need to do is be <laughs> for a month, bro, and you institutionalize. All you got to. That's how long it takes for your brain to get used to a certain way of being. Look, so, look, 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 look. Say that one more time and say it slowly. It takes 28 days to start a habit, 28 days to break a habit, and it takes that long for your brain to get used to a certain way of being. So you have yourself locked up in a certain situation. It could be, if it's easy going and you get out, you probably don't have a whole lot to worry about, but if all you doing is worrying about your fucking safety for that whole fucking month, Mm -hmm. get out to that joint, it's gonna take about that long for you to get back into the game. And if you don't have nothing in place, when you touch back down to get back into the game, you're going to carry that institutionalized mind with you. Because we we animals, bro. We animals. That's why they spend our, our first fucking formidable, formidable years in fucking school hardwiring us to become workers. Because they know we fucking animals. That's why young children have to be taught to play well with each other. They have to be, they, you have to be taught to get along before they even let you enter school. The whole fucking preschool is all preschool about preschool is that preschool is pretty much just saying this little motherfucker ain't gonna bite nobody when we let him in here. Yes. This motherfucker knows how to share shit like yep. that. Mm-hmm. But we, we 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 don't look at it like that. We be we so fucking wrapped up and 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 uh preoccupied with the brainwash that we're not even looking at the way it works. That's why it's a lot of these young niggas out here. They don't have no fucking morals. And we were up here. We mad at a nigga who's 26 years old who don't think like us. Nigga, he was he he dropped out at fucking in eighth grade. He yeah. didn't even finish his fucking programming. Right. Hey man. We, we, the, we the ones that's wrong. <laughs> the, the school to prison pipeline is real. And if you don't believe that, you've been living it your whole life. We just we we the society that decided to monetize prison. If, if there wasn't no money in it, they wouldn't give a fuck about it, bro. It's a multi-trillion oh, no. dollar industry, bro. It ain't no, it ain't, this shit ain't, by, this ain't no coincidence. If it wasn't money, the reason why slavery was so easy to roll over on, they fought for it, yeah, but they rolled over on it and, and came up with plan B. And plan B been rocking ever since. And they're like, shit, why the fuck didn't we think of this shit sooner? They, they like, this is better, because now the people that's out, we don't got to pay for them. Like, y'all they pay for themselves. Y'all embarrassing us with this slavery shit. Let us do it. Let, we got a whole new design for it because y'all design is embarrassing us to the rest of the world. We so just going to call y'all criminals. Mm-hmm. We going to call everybody who's a criminal who fought us for it, fought us over it. That's what, that's what the nation did. Every, anybody who fought over it, they look at them as criminals. And them the ones that says, those are the rebels right now. Those are the motherfuckers right now. Those motherfuckers who, 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 who voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? They're the descendants of that mindset. They don't even know why. Like most of us don't know why we think the way we think as black people, bro. We don't mm. know. All, and mo- who do you learn most of your information from? Who made your up? Mother. And then who? how many women was teaching in your school? And how many men was teaching in your school? Mostly women. You see what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah. I'm saying 
like I'm and, and then the the one man, the one man that all the women would listen to was in the church. You see what I'm saying? So like, and it ain't the women's fault, bro. It's just easier for the, it's easier for this system. It's always been easier for this system to get through to women than it was to men because we're naturally protective. Right. We are naturally protective. We they had to, they had to break us away from that. Yeah. Get us out of there. Cause we was in there asking questions. Yes. We was in there like, nah, we ain't finna do that. We don't Why are you following that? Where did you get that from? Where does literature taught talk? you that? Yeah. All that mm -hmm. shit. All the critical shit. We all ask, but when you get that, when you get that motherfucker out the house, and all they gotta do is just present her with a motherfucking uh, a bump up and pay. Hey, you don't want to pay no taxes on that food. Here, matter of fact, we'll pay for the food without taxes for you. All you gotta do is just keep this motherfucker up out of here because this nigga right here disrupting the flow. Matter of fact, him selling that bootleg shit over there is gonna put you in harm's way. To get him out of here, even though what he's doing is for you and your kids, I do a better job at taking care of you than him. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Keep him the fuck up out of here. I'll be your daddy. Man. I'll be your man. And on top of that, how about this, ladies? You can have sex with whoever the fuck you want to have sex with. Why you got to be loyal to this motherfucker when you can have any, any man you want? And I keep paying for it. You have another kid. I'm going to give you more money. Yeah. <laughs> it's craziness, bro. And it's like, it's sad because saying this shit out loud it sound absurd but it, it there's fucking evidence of it in our lives in all our lives oh yeah oh, it yeah. does not sound absurd to the people who understand it though right only to the ones who don't, don't. understand it or the ones who we get it and they, they look at it like um they tend to look at it like uh we're being oppressive because we won't accept that bullshit you know what i'm saying like I had mentioned, I said something some months ago and I was just talking about, and it, I'm not going to hang on this one too long because this is a hot topic for a lot of people that can't really understand it. We was talking about body count. And I was saying how like, you can have sex with whoever the fuck you want to have sex with. You, it's a free world. It's a free life. However, there's nothing you do in this life that don't have a payoff and a, con and a consequence to it. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I want to have sex with 50 fucking women, I got to take what comes with that. But as a man, my consequences don't have as much weight and leverage as a woman's does. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, if I fuck 50 women and they all get knocked up, it ain't no denying I'm the fucking father. Cause I did that. But the only way you could deny, it, I can't deny, I can't rely on their word because I don't know who else they been fucking. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference. So like a woman, like a woman hit her whole phase. I might have 50 women lined up that I'm fucking and 10 of them have a whole phase, an active whole phase going on. You see what I'm saying? So I'm 5% in the hole. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who these 10, 10 bitches been fucking. But if I've been, if I'm the, if I'm not smart enough to pay attention, I'm on the hook for child support. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We live in that, we live in that system. You know what I'm saying? We can't be encouraging bad behavior. Trash behavior is trash behavior no matter who's who's doing it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't about judgment. It's just about owning, being self-accountable, owning your bullshit. Like, man, yeah, I've been out here fucking around. I got bitches. They, you know what I'm saying? Just say what, say what it is. But they not going to do it. And, and ain't too many females to be like, yeah, I got about nine niggas lined up right now, nigga. If you want this pussy or what? <laughs> you know what I mean? They ain't going to hit you with that shit. <sighs> They ain't gonna be like, that's why women, that's why Tinder is booming. Tinder is booming because you got a gang of women on there looking for love. 
a, a subset of women on there understand what it is and they just fucking and all the mm-hmm. dudes on there fucking all the dudes on there that shooting they shot but guess what of all them dudes that shooting they shot most of them ain't getting no pussy like that no because these women got the pick of the litter the women that's out here looking for love and the women that's out here just fucking around they out here being they picked both they both right, swiping, 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 swiping. I don't want him. He ain't tall enough. Come on, I'm swiping. He don't make enough money. Swiping, swiping. Meanwhile, the dudes is landing these hoes. You think they're looking for a wife? Have just for shits and giggles. Have you ever been like you like a homegirl, not somebody you date, obviously, but like a homegirl that be on the apps? They'll show you how many matches they get. Yep. Yep. And they be acting like they, and they and that shit boosted. So they don't even know that. But but see, this the funny shit. They act like that's what it is for everybody. They think the man should look like that too. Yeah, they don't. Even a popping dude on there, even a dude that's handsome, tall, got a whip on there, all the shit that they looking for, he might at the most have five to ten. Messages that are you know coming. A damn woman, she could be okay looking if she about to have fifty. But you know why? Minimal. You know why? Because other women fuck it up for them. The women that's on that is fucking. The bitches on that is sucking dick and flying out and doing all this old crazy shit. They fucking it up for the women who on there just looking for a man. Yeah. Because right. guess what? Every man that's on there done is all looking for that. Only. Oh, they look, yeah, they want the they want the low hanging fruit. Right, so that's why every woman getting a bunch of messages. Yes, you're right about that for yep. sure. <laughs> but that's just man being man. So, like, then then the industry I work in, I'm a, some, um, exposed to a lot of gay men. Cool, they're cool, whatever. But one thing that they have put me on to that is a comparison point is they have a tender for them, and it's called Grinder. So literally, it's seeing the microcosm of like, what if both parties was just down? Because that's what men are hoes. So now you got two men. Wired to empty our set. Right. So Mm -hmm. now you got two men. Right. All the little, it's so funny when I looked at it from just the standpoint of just comparison. I was like, y'all don't have none of the decorum, none of the. Hey, you're cute, you're this, blah, blah, blah. It's literally like, huh, we should fuck. It'd be like that to the point. Right to the point. And, they, and then the next message simple. don't be, oh, I'm offended you said some shit like that. It'd be like, hmm, nah, I'm good. Or, okay, yeah, that's, that's it. The plan, right. <laughs> it's really crazy to, to compare it. Think about it like this. The courting process that's required for women is excruciating for men, but we learn how to do it. You see what I'm saying? Like the sitting there mm-hmm. talk about her hopes and her dreams. Like, bitch, I want to know what your plans are for the future. Yeah. But I don't want to hear about your pets. I don't want to hear about your mama, your auntie, your cousins, your nieces and nephews. I don't care. I don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to figure out whether or not we're going to get through this night with this end of this night going to look like. Let's keep it simple. That's why like women don't like, like I could do a simple date. But women, mm-hmm. women want elaborate shit because they want you to prove something. I ain't got shit to prove, but they don't understand that. I mean, that's why they get so dressed up. That's why they go. That's why they go all out. They feel like I'm putting all this effort into what you see, that you should match me on the level that I want you to match me on. But they don't realize that I'm not even requiring you to do all of that. But you just don't want me to look nowhere else for some attention, for some pussy. You want me to focus on you. 
That's how it go, bro. I'm gonna go pitch because I see Matt dipped off. I'm right here, baby, and we have a thing of all. <laughs> not being, they assume they're not being disrespectful, or they assume, or they they kind of they pay it to you the way they expect people to pay it to them, or that the way that it's been no. paid to them that they appreciate it. So no. a lot of it ain't necessarily, uh, it's not fully thought out. It's just it's like a trigger point. Yes. No. It's because it's been happening so many times that they're used to just doing that. But for for everybody that's listening, we did not celebrate. We did not mourn my mother. We celebrated my mother. I love my mom. I, 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 she did everything that she could for her kids while she was here. We were not mourning my mother. We were celebrating her life. That's what we were doing. If you were there or if you streamed it, whatever it was, we were celebrating her life. No one got up there and they gave a week at not a week. No one gave a sad testimony about my mom. They told the truth about who she was, the love that she gave and how it emanated and how she disseminated it to everybody. And she, she was able to hold people to, to being a better person and being a lover of life and a lover of people. And that's what we celebrated. We didn't celebrate. We didn't mourn her at all. So when people were calling, they leaving me text messages or they leaving me voicemails, Yo, I'm so sorry about your mom's. No, my G, say my condolences and your mom was dope. I know she was dope because she had three dope-ass kids or she had one dope-ass, whatever it is. Say that. There was no reason to ever mourn my mother because I'm still not mourning my mother. I don't know if I ever will. I've celebrated my mother from this point now when it happened till forevermore. I'll continue to celebrate her because my mother loved, man. She loved people. She loved to be able to give back. And if she could have get, given more, she would have done that. And I don't see, I don't like the people who keep calling me with these fucking messages about being sad, dude. Like, I, I can't, I don't understand. I don't, it don't, I don't relate. And it doesn't equate for me because I celebrate her through love and happiness and joy. Like, that, no, no. What y'all thought, Ain't ain't how I feel. And maybe someone else feels that way, but I don't. My mother was an awesome person and she did everything she could to protect her kids, provide for her kids, and make sure that her kids were okay at a young age. I was able to cook at a young age. I, my, my sisters may, may have been able to sew at a young age. Like there are things that my mother did just to make sure that we were good at a young age just in case anything ever happened to her. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I salute my mother for being the woman that she was and, and raising the kids that she raised. But I'm not mourning my mom. I'm celebrating her. Because she needs because she needs to be celebrated for the, everything that she did. Without without a counterpart, no, no, no male, no husband, no hubby, no father around. Come on, man. Motherfuckers out here got it all fucked up. Motherfuckers out here, most people out here quitting, man. They 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 fold under the pressure. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a generational strength that is almost long gone, bro. A lot of these motherfuckers out here don't have they don't have the 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 mental fortitude to even be able to do that for their families. They don't realize that, like, I think it kind of take me back to what we was talking about earlier about when my mom and my dad split up, right? Like my mom ain't quit. My mom fought all the way to the end. Yeah. You did what I'm saying? It was an ongoing process. Was it some stumbles and falls along the way? Of course. You know what I'm saying? You can't win them all, but guess what? It wasn't never no quitting. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's the whole, that's the mentality I was raised with. That's the mentality my brother was raised with. That's the mentality I think a, a nice chunk of us were raised with that we don't see too much of anymore. And I believe that's, it's a, I believe that like maybe uh, Gen X and millennials may be raising some weak ass kids, bro. No, and that's just real, that's a reality because there's a lot of weak ass kids out there. How many kids right now without their parent can you go take care of, ki- take care of the kids take care of the bills, cook, clean, and be okay. How many motherfuckers can do that right now? Most people are afraid to have latchkey kids in their family. Like, I was a latchkey kid. I had a, I had my own damn key when I was in first or second grade. Let myself in and out the house because my mom and my dad had to work. Was they gone all fucking evening? No, but I had to let myself in. I, you know what I'm saying? Don't, ask, don't answer the door for nobody. Uh, don't answer the phone. Or if you do answer the phone, uh, tell them I'm going to call them back. Talk, you know what I'm saying? If you need me, these, these are the numbers to call me at. These, these, these are the conversations. You know what I'm saying? Some real shit. Like, uh, I put you some food in the refrigerator to heat up. You could cook what you want to cook, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Train, raise a raise a child up, you know, so they can become- Be that. independent. Really? They was raising us to be independent yeah. with that we stuff. Was, and we it was- Already, but by the time we fucking- Nick. You know what I'm saying? But before I was in fucking fifth grade, I was grown. My mom would leave food in the oven at 200 and something degrees. Letting it, let it simmer. Letting it simmer. And when it, we got home, she, was, she would say, when, it, when you get home, turn it off. In 10 minutes, you should eat the food. What? Bro. And the How thing many of these kids know that now? none of them don't because everybody's afraid of what the legal system might say what dcfs and and child services might say all this different stuff we don't we we have literally submitted our children over to the government we've actually handed our children over to this system that don't give a fuck about them but that was at birth when they made a a social security number and we all are that unfortunately yeah that's why they could come take people kids my mom my mom would curse the motherfucker out they come in the house talking about taking us i remember my mom came to the school a couple times talking shit to the motherfucking administrators and shit over us mm. you know what i'm saying my pops was active he he driving the shit if he had time in his day he'll stop by the school just to talk to somebody you know what i'm saying so it's it's, it's all about intention you got to be intentional when you when you're in this life and most people don't have true pure intentions on shit other than self motherfuckers can't wait till the weekend to turn up i, I gotta get me some casamigos how your kids doing Oh, they bad. That's their favorite quote. They bad. They ain't bad. Them kids need attention. They, need, right. they looking at you like, put me in the game. Coach, what you want me to learn? Are oh, you handing me my tablet again? All right, I guess. I guess I'll just take this tablet and look at uh, whatever the fuck is on YouTube. <laughs> Bro, I'm scared about the future. As soon as those got to where it was literally just like, ah, here. I was just like, uh-oh. Because that Oh, here's this generation. We dealing with the 15 and 14 year olds of them right now. And they are the worst. I very rarely meet somebody in that age group where I'm just like, oh, you a good young man, okay? Or a good young man. For the most part, I'd be like, can somebody kick them in the head? Like, what? <laughs> I don't, a lot of them going to be socially awkward, bro. Especially after COVID, they've been sitting in the crib, homeschooled, and all this other shit. Most of them, most of them ain't gonna have the framework to actually socialize in a in a public setting without being without feeling offended by something or without being defensible. Yep. 
Well, and most of them can't even defend themselves against anything. Most of them they said people they tackling comedians now. They said that the military has the lowest uh rate of new recruits, and it ain't because they're not signing up, but because most of them ain't physically and emotionally fit to even yep. do you know what I'm saying? They they they've been sitting up in front of the TV playing a video game yeah. or eating bullshit because most of most schools don't have solid people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit is factoring in. We we raising some fucking jiggly pus. Our whole fucking nation about to be, we're gonna be the we're gonna be the softest target on earth. Yeah. Hmm. Bunch of marshmallow men. And, and that ain't even just on the physical scale, mentally too. Most motherfuckers ain't even mentally equipped to deal with some of the stresses of this life. They they they'd rather be mad over some 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 tweets than actually address some real issues around them. Motherfuckers don't know what to argue about. They don't know what to stand up for or anything. Oh, he told a joke and I don't like the way it ended, so I'm offended. Nigga, you know fuck you. Fuck how you feel about your, about that joke. Suck my dick. He made me the the punchline of his joke. You know, those people that basically go at everything like this, like you're not understanding that you are literally watering down all this art that we would get in the future. Now people so scared to express their true selves. Like we ain't never going to get shit like, the comedy specials that we got in the 80s and the 90s no more. We ain't never getting that again. Like, I was watching this uh, old Damon Wayne stand up from, like, 1996, and he killed that shit. And this is, like, a mid-tier comedian. You know, this ain't even the Eddie Murphy's, the Red, you know, all of them. Like, we ain't gonna, like, that's why Kevin Hart is Eddie Murphy now. Because that's the best that we could get within the structure of how things are. You can't have Eddie Murphy be 1986, no. not 87 Eddie Murphy. You ain't gonna you never get Dr. Off. Doolittle Eddie Murphy, but you can't get him. He he gone. You can't even get nutty professor Eddie Murphy no more. <laughs> barely, barely. That's like the the maximum of what we can have. That's why that's why uh coming to America too was so bad because they couldn't even be the the they level. couldn't do what for okay they had to make Some a lot things. of compromises. <laughs> what you're saying is true, but I also feel like that was a very uncreative script. Other stuff that they did that made no white sense. White guys wrote it. Two white guys wrote it. Well, the first time oh, uh John it was white people involved the first time, it just was funny. Yeah, <laughs> So, you guys, the two guys that wrote this didn't have any input from Eddie Murphy to go around. Oh, see, no, that don't work. Man, that's the whole thing. Like, the it was a everybody who has something to do with the older era of Eddie Murphy's movies were part of that that culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They were comedy writers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They were TV writers. You know what I'm saying? These two guys, oh, they got it. These two guys are just script writers. They probably just looked at it like we're gonna do our we're gonna we're gonna do this and we're gonna fast forward 30 years. No, it don't work like that. The biggest hole in that plot was you mean to tell me my man went to America from Africa, went to the nightclub. It was at least in the little nightclub scene, at least five chicks that was nailable. 
he definitely <laughs> was not on none of them, right? You fumbled that the one. One that you fuck up and hit looked like a sea donkey. Yes, Leslie Jones. <laughs> hey. A sea donkey. <laughs> a <sea> horse. <laughs> not a sea horse, a sea donkey. She looked like a, she looked like a mollusk. <laughs> She looked like a, she looked like a clam without the shell. Oh my god! He said a sea donkey, bro. Oh shit! And I get it. They're trying to be inclusive and make sure they get you know saying a role for Leslie Jones, but could she be like somebody else and not right? Like not the be way. in the movie. You're funny, but that ain't the and one then, for you. And then that doesn't explain his range and 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 and, and type because. You don't you don't nail her, get her knocked up, but then end up marrying Lisa. Michael Michelle was like <laughs> immaculate for 1987. Like that was like the pinnacle of you the woman that they put in everybody's face to be a fine black woman in like, 1987. She mm-hmm. light skins, she had all that. You you nailed the one you settled on the one that you nailed that just so have to look like that. But you had a bunch of them lined up. This, but the one you knocked up. <laughs> look like a prize, like a prize fighter back when they used to, when they before they was wearing gloves. <laughs> I'll take it. Bare knuckle. Oh boy, we're gonna get in trouble for those. That was. <laughs> This whole episode. <laughs> I'll uh, take it. I'll take I, it. I, I, I think that young lady is a very funny comedian and all of that, but I just don't think that is very was a very realistic plot point. And that's that's how I'll end that and not be super wasn't plausible. Very not plausible. I like that. <laughs> not plausible at all. The likelihood. We'll just leave it there. Like the plot of the movie should have been, he didn't have the little bastard son. You had these daughters. Now do the coming to America shit with a girl instead, and then let her go through the stuff. Get a younger comedian actually instead of just the pretty girl they got to play his daughter, which one of them was his actual daughter, but not the uh, the main one. But yeah, they 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 messed that up, and it hurt because you know that's a big movie from our childhood. That's a legacy, and family. they really screwed that one up. Well, they they created a sequel that wasn't even asked for. Nobody yeah. wanted it, and it was like, okay, you're doing it, so you better do it right. And they just, I was just sitting there like, how could y'all have done this? They fucked that up. They fucked that off, and I I don't know who's behind the fucking off, but. Yeah, they dropped they dropped the ball bad on that one. Oh man, New Year's that might Eve. Be one of the worst sequels I've ever seen. Easily, that's definitely top three. Why? Is, why is it? Uh, both uh, Bad Boys Two and well, Bad Boys Three and Coming to America, both were filmed around the same time and they had similar plots. Bastard son. <laughs> wait, wait. Who's who's the director? Of uh, my, uh, there's two different directors I know for sure. Bad Boys is probably Michael Bay. Oh shit! I don't think, I don't think Bay had that one. 
Oh, he didn't do the third one. Okay, he just did the first two. Well, you know, he like just blowing up shit, so it ain't know, gonna matter. So, yeah, he definitely did the first two. I like Bad Bad Boys Two was a, a pretty good sequel, you know, for what those movies are. It's, I think I'm getting to the older I get. It's so hard for me to watch like the movies with police as the protagonist. I just be like. Have you guys seen a, a movie called uh, I forgot the name of it. It was with Chris Pine. All the Old Knives. Yeah. Not yet. I do that shit is fire. It's good. Okay. You seen it six? I watched it. I watched it a couple days ago. It's on which, which uh, service is on? Amazon. It's on Amazon. Okay, I have Amazon. that. Okay, yeah, that's why I kept seeing the ad. Okay. Fire. And it's, okay. it's, it's all about espionage. Like oh nice. Okay. I like and it's those. it's very subtle. Like they don't, you know, they don't overdo it. It ain't a bunch of ex- mm-hmm. it ain't a bunch of explosions and bullshit like that. But right. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. Uh good recommendation. I I will check it out for yeah. sure. I send I send it to you. But it's it's a really good film. Mm-hmm. I enjoy I enjoyed it. Um, I'll probably watch it again after we get off of here, but it, it definitely was a good a good film. What did I see recently? Oh, I saw a super tripped out movie. Um, it's called The Violent Heart. Have y'all heard heard of that at all? That's also on uh Prime. The but, Violent um, Heart. The Violent Heart. So the plot is kind of a trip. So basically it's this young guy, his sister goes um, off, kind of looks like she's trying to run away, ends up actually getting killed. He witnesses it. And actually- um, They got Mary J. Blige in it? Yes, she plays the mama. Okay, yeah, I, I've heard but of. the movie have a crazy plot twist though. So it's one of those joints where okay, this is the best suggestion I have for this. And I don't know if you might want to cut it out because this might whatever. It ain't really bad what I'm about to say, but basically this is like the perfect I need a movie to watch with a woman type joint because it's going to give you what you need action-wise and Mm -hmm. the plot is actually interesting, but then it's elements to the plot that they going to super love, so everybody going to be happy with it. Like You're not going to be bored, and they going to actually be super into it too, and you'll probably get super into it. So it's I give that a good high, high mark. It was an unexpected good movie. I was like, did something a little different there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so There's a movie. Good. Mary J wasn't bad in it either. It's a French horror movie. Came out around 08 called Martyrs. It's on Prime. Dude, I heard of that. It's on Prime too. Yeah. Martyrs. Okay. Prime be having some nice jewels on that, man. That movie. When I oh, about, low key. I talk about plot twists. Oh, word. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. Because that's what I like. I don't like predictable stuff. I hate that. Yeah. I watched that one on there, and I watched another one on there called Triangle. It was pretty dope. It was, uh, I think, uh, not, not Chris Helmsworth. What's his brother, Liam? Liam Helmsworth? Uh-huh. Okay. That one. 
It's kind of like a, a psychological thriller slash horror movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Chris Hemsworth do, does some really decent joints. Um, when he ain't Thor. Right. Yeah. The, oh, and let me say this: that last Thor was Dookie. Oh. Dookie. Oh. No. I think he when they did the last one. The last one was like they already like stressed the limits of what they wanted to do with it. The camp. last one they had, they they pushed it too far. Because I liked uh Ragnarok. I thought that was awesome. No, and I think that when they made that one, that was like the that was the peak of what they could do with that story arc. And if you listen, <laughs> if you're listening to that and you hear all the insinuations that they make it in there you go yo what are y'all talking about mm-hmm. and then this is like a follow-up you go oh y'all just all y'all just being wild right now y'all y'all just being wild okay cool all right well don't give it away too much no i'm, I'm not just... gonna give away nothing i'm just gonna i want you to see it for yourself and then we'll, we, we can talk it. about it we can yes, talk about it because remember in thor ragnarok they had to get back through the portal that was named after what? The devil's devil's anus. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, boom. I forgot about that. Part. Yeah. All, all that. A lot of that. But go back and listen to the listen to the listen I to. I think it. I might go. I might watch Ragnarok one before I go see it because yeah, Okay, I'll watch it. Again. Everything, that that. Was, everything that was implied was addressed. <laughs> oh. Okay. Bomb, that is bomb. A, good, a good way to see. I, this is what I like. I've talked to people sometimes and seen something I haven't seen, and then they just fuck it up and be says like, you could tell me a little bit without fucking up the movie. Like, but people don't appreciate movies like that. So that's why they ruin them for people. Like, I appreciate it, so I don't want to ruin some shit for somebody the, the else. The movie is bad. This new Thor, Love and Thunder, is it just it's bad. It's bad. Okay. But I want you, about, I, I want you to check it out for I'm yourself. I'm still gonna see it. I got AMC Stubbs membership. So oh, I, I got that too. I paid my twenty five dollars. Uh, yeah, we good. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Did you see Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah I saw that. And what what did y'all think of that? It was too heavy-handed with the political commentary. It was too much going on. They had too much going on. Like they now, they literally used all right because all these movies have like a has have a metaphorical story to it. Yes, exactly. The basic theme of Doctor Strange, uh, two was was so heavy-handed on like current events that it was like it was it wasn't even it it wasn't the story that it should have been. They literally named. <laughs> America because she was the metaphor for America. <laughs> well, no, you that's you, really I mean they pulled a character that exists. It's not yeah. they didn't make her for the movie though. No, I know I'm I'm saying okay. for them to make her the because actually that's the, true. She never was in Doctor Strange. So they just kind of, that's you know what you're right about that. I didn't even think about that. And they kind of 
you know, well, this is fine. I guess it's, it's and they have the crack. Marvel is just trying to be more inclusive with everything, more so than DC. DC does it in real heavy-handed, dumber ways. So I, I do have to give Marvel their props because it's a little bit more organic the way they do it. A little. Tends <laughs> to lean more into uh, uh, traditional white culture when they when they. Get- mm. So when you when they talk that American shit, like Superman is the archetype that they want to kind of base all of that around. The Joker's archetype that they want to base all of that around. Whereas uh Marvel as of late has really been trying to make sure that everybody's represented and it's to the best yes. of the story. Like you can you can pepper that stuff in there, but the story should still be the story. It, it's just right. It shouldn't just be like, oh, I just want this to be this. So <laughs> we're gonna do that, you know, as far as like, oh, I want them to be gay or I want them to be this, but does it really correlate to the story? Like um Thor I stopped watching the shy after the last uh I want to say like the third season or whatever, because I just felt like the storylines they was introducing to have this diversity was just tacked on. It wasn't um it wasn't natural. Organic. It yeah. wasn't right, it wasn't natural, it was yeah. organic. Like one character they had introduced this trans character, which okay, fine, you want to do that. Now, if you do that, address it accordingly and talk about the stuff that they actually deal with. When they did it, it was very just surface level. They had a moment where it was a character who was a younger character who basically she was trying to explain like, oh, I'm trans, blah, 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 blah. Instead of using that moment, they just did some like cop out shit like, oh yeah, they talked about this in school, you cool. Meanwhile, if you watched the show before, the person I'm referring to is like a little gangbanger boy. So he wouldn't be that damn uh, accepting of that. That's my thing. It's like, be realistic. Like, you could do that shit, but do it the way it would happen if the shit happened on 63rd or something in Chicago. Not just fantasy land, because that's where the show was set. It's set in the hood. And they put these concepts in there and not realistically showing the way that it will go down. Like, if you put it in there, write the shit correct. And then yeah. when they had a moment to do it right, they copped out like some bitches. I was very disappointed, especially because the show was run by a damn lesbian. So it's like, how you gonna do the shit weak? Let's go back to what I was saying one conversation me and O was having. I was talking about how conservative black people actually are versus where our, what conservative is. We're super conservative, bro. It's like uh we don't like we not gonna we ain't gonna browbeat our family or whatever for being you know what I'm saying whatever but we ain't gonna be out here just you know what I'm saying okay with all the bullshit all the fuckery you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like the whole uh the trans topic that you just brought up I I didn't watch the episode but I do know for a fact that a lot of the gang shit they not going with that there's not like especially it's like it might be some, some on the low. Yeah, on the low, but as far as like just outright, just boom, I'm in these streets. This is how I move, man. Nah. And it, should it be that way? No, nah, but real life, no. motherfuckers be doing shit to them to trans people do shit to them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, like when you talk, when we talk about like how um, how religious we are too. 
You know what I'm saying? Like our, our a lot of our our uh, conservative values come through our fucking Christian upbringing and shit like that. Our Baptist upbringing. So if if it's ain't no kids saying, well, we heard about you in school, man. These conversations is being had. Like we we know what I knew what a tranny was when I was eight years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was a conversation that was being had. This ain't no shit that's just made up in school. And, and the only way you're going to get this information is because your teacher got the curriculum on hand. You know what I'm saying? But they want to sell the narrative that the best way for you to get this information and learn how to treat people is through the school system because home ain't going ain't gonna, to, you know what I'm saying, get you get you straight. No, nah, stuff like that I learned at home. Right. You learn, you learn to respect people. You learn not to stare. I'm yes. not staring at people. You know what I'm saying? You do not stare at people. All that shit. You know what I'm saying? You treat people with, res- with respect. And but the way the narrative is painted, and most and a lot of people's window into our community is TV shows and shit like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. But that's so fact. I, I guess from from that perspective, they were trying to show a more tolerant view into that, but it's just not realistic. No, they gonna always, but Creed, they gonna, they gonna always fuck it up. They gonna always fuck that up. Especially when you got like, you got people who supposedly advocate for our, our people in those industries that Mm -hmm. write out of it because they think that's a bad look for us. That truth is too much of a bad look for us. And they want us to be better represented in this light. Right. They want the world to view us as this tolerant group. This liberally, this liberal-minded, tolerant group. Just because we vote liberal, don't mean we have liberal values. No, and that's always been our biggest downfall as a. a yeah, we always yeah. Vote our interests. Yeah, we 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 choose <clears throat> against what our true values are. You know that's saying? why you do have black people that are Republicans, and once they kind of go that way, they be like, "This this feels good. This is how I was anyway." Because they really are damn Republican. Yeah. Whole if, time. If you think about it, if you really think about it, bro, our the the we, I, I really don't want to dig into the political bag on it, but it, it it goes there. Like our whole the reason why our community is is comprised of businesses that we don't own is because our our political stance does not align with our values and our views. Mm-hmm. So we don't, we don't invest in ourselves and our families in that way because politically we vote against ourselves in that way. Mm. Or we focused on stuff that don't matter. Like when they throw those hot button topics in that are kind of divisive, but only in a way that's going to divide us to not focus on what the true problems are so like versus Wade, uh, versus way if you go black, back to black women are having babies you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. there's there's somebody in in each one of these communities that's 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 aborting but our people are having babies we have families we're we're, we're populating you know do you saying? think that was for us or do you think it was for them not being able to no, I it's, think it was. It's more about control. We chose to. Our women chose to align with their women on this because they because our women are convinced that their fight is our fight. You know what I'm saying? So like the fight for the right to abort a child. Yeah, there's a lot of women out here that and and, and any in any demographic that's being uh, wronged or they they probably uh, getting knocked up by somebody in the family. Blah blah. All that rape stuff. You can mute that word out if you want to later. No. But 
the, the, the point I'm making is simply this though, like the, the idea that somebody's taking away your choice to be able to terminate a pregnancy has nothing to do with us. It has something to do with white people trying to maintain their population because white women per capita have more abortions than black women and Asian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're more family oriented. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas it's women out here. Gab, that's why there's so many black women with multiple baby daddies because they just not giving them babies up. They don't even give them up for adoption. Yeah. They would rather they would rather struggle through it, knowing they made some bad choices and decisions. As long as they got their kids, they're gonna be all right. That's their mentality. But who tell them they're gonna be all right? The government that's giving them the goddamn check. Like how we brought that back full circle. Nice, nice one. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know. Yeah, it's it's we could be talking all night just of all the in discrepancies and different Ooh. things that are, you know, put in our society to keep us in the states that we are that's negative. You know, that's mm. the whole, by design, man. The whole shit is, is not no accident. They got all these scientists talking about algorithm, this and that. That word and like snuck into the vernacular because of them Instagram, but the algorithms that they thinking about and the shit that they they don't give a fuck about no social media. They talk, they algorithm is world algorithms of yeah. how people move and how this and money. Come on. Universal. Proper reaction out of everybody. You look at the gas price. All they got to do is just say gas went up. Motherfuckers ain't even checking the price. They just believe it. Oh my God, gas is more higher than it was five years. No, actually it's about the same price it was five years ago. If you actually do the math. But it's all about it's all about the algorithm, bro. Perception yeah. too, you know, like how a lot of people are like, oh man, it's Biden fault because it he don't do nothing. Trump really <laughs> didn't do nothing either. Whoever's the president don't, don't do really do shit. The people who run and stuff, damn, they're not even in Washington. And every, Matter of fact, they're not. And every side they put the calls in. Leader. Like every all the shit talk that Biden get is the same shit talk Trump got. <laughs> so, and, it, and it's funny because the same people who was talking about Trump, they the same people was talking about Biden, a lot of them. You know, and it's just at the end of the day. We went from the image of like a younger, more capable black man doing shit to literally back to back see now all white men. Because Donald Trump is like the same side of a different of the different side of the same coin with Biden. It is like Biden is the all-timery bumbling version of that, and he's the fiery he still got it but he's so off from being old and having fucked up views that he didn't had his whole life but then you put him in one of the most powerful positions in the world which again i'm gonna tell you what this is how i this is how i compare it all right how old would you say nolan ryan is now yeah he's like in 50s or 60s he 60s no 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 back baseball player i know what i'm talking about nolan ryan Probably in his 80s, 90s, 80s. He was he played late, late 70s. Played he played old as hell. And he played until he was 46. 40, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta be in his 70s or 80s, right? 
Yeah. yeah. All right. So dig this. This is this is my this is my analogy. All right. Nolan Ryan is known for baseball. If he if he by the time he left the game, he left the game. If he kept, I say, let's say he continued to play the game for another twenty years, passes mm-hmm. that would be Joe Biden. Joe Biden, <laughs> who's always been in the, he's always been in the game. He's always been in the game, but now he's finally peaked at presidential level, right? Donald Trump is when you get a celebrity to open the game with a pitch. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is what happened when Fifty Cent threw the ball. And he didn't know he ain't had no experience pitching. Donald Trump had no political experience at all. He came in the game green as fuck. And mm-hmm. he had all these fucking ideas and all these opinions. And the motherfuckers scrambled trying to get his ass the fuck out of there because they did not bank on anybody banking on him. Mm-hmm. That's what that was. So like oh, yeah, that was a fluke like a motherfucker. I don't even think it was a fluke, dude. I think it was by design. I believe oh, that- Oh, it was by design, but it's supposed to look like that. I believe that they knew they would rather have a bumbling idiot in office than have Hillary. The people that was actually behind it to help make these decisions, to help push the- mm. They would rather have him in there than have her in there. But they did. Or didn't. Bernie. What they oh, did- I think it's more Bernie, Bernie than- Bernie would have never won it. He would have never because he wouldn't have been going along with a program. He would have ended up having his brains on the ground. You got too many corporations who got their hands in politicians' pockets to set, let some old Jewish dude come in. Who's gonna try to actually change stuff for the people? No, they ain't letting no. that ride. No, and then what's crazy is is they knew that he would probably get more results than Trump would. So why not just go ahead and lean more into this guy over here? All we need to do is give him four years. He got a little fire under him. Let's go ahead and let's see let's see what that looks like. And then we'll 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 patch things up and rearrange things. So when his four years are up, we'll we'll get we back. Go back to the status quo, basically. Back on track, and that's what's been happening. Like I mean, for better or worse, like if anything, Donald Trump, what he did was he he he, he yanked down the curtain. He yes. Yanked down, yanked down the curtain. He he revealed the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, was he the was he the appropriate person to yank down the curtain? No, but he was the one to do it. Because who else? Who? What other outsider was there running? Not really, I can't time. remember. That's almost like uh, that's almost like going on a reality show and finding out that the reality show ain't a reality show. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you watching fucking Love and Hip Hop, you know it's staged or whatever, or it's scripted. But when you really find out how deep that rabbit hole goes, and you and you make it on the show, you might not make it through the season. They probably cut you. That's what they did with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got behind, he got behind the scenes. And what's crazy? What's more crazy is you got a lot of people out here in this world who can't see it that way. Because they tr- they firmly truly believe that he was a real politician or a real leader. He don't have no real leadership qualities just because he, but because he's more financially successful than they are, then they measure him in that way. But he was born into money. Like his father gave him like one or two million dollars, and he act like that wasn't shit. He'd be like, "Well, my dad only he only gave me a million, so only gave me a million. Only he gave him a financial injection and started his uh his his lifestyle and shit. At, Which out of military out of military school. That's a part of creating generational wealth ourselves. Is we got to set our people up to 
go and hit the ground running other than struggling and struggling and struggling. It's just you got to talk to them and get them on the right page. You don't want no black Donald Trumps being born. Lord. Hey, this motherfucker spend all this damn money on off-white and Balenciaga and shit like that, man. Crazy. We around this motherfucker trying to flex on, on everybody and ain't got nothing saved up for our, our future. Ain't got nothing saved up, bro. We want a, we want a, a Hellcat. We want to ride around in a Hellcat and shit. But we living in a motherfucking Section 8 apartment or a Section 8 house with, with, a, with a baby mama, not even a wife. Ooh-wee. You know what I'm saying? I got a baby mama who's, who, who was already a baby mama before you made her, made her your baby mama. You know what I'm saying? We, we doing it backwards. We do have the game kind of fucked up in some <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode where we do have the game fucked up. Uh, special thanks to my guest, C-Class. Special thanks to my other guest, 606. Because yes, you, you can't be from Chicago if you don't have the 606 in your, area, in your zip code. All right. So for those who are wondering, I just broke that down for you. Very simple and plain. All right. Um, appreciate you guys jumping on here with me. This is my first episode after burying my mom. I think a lot of people are worried about me and I appreciate all the people who are worried and all the comments and concerns, emails, text messages, all the voice messages for everyone who wants to know, I am good, man. I love my mom. We celebrated my mother. We did not mourn my mother. I just want you guys to know that. Like, no matter what you think, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't celebrate my mom the way that you guys did. If you mourned your mother, that's fine. You mourned her, but I did not mourn my mother. I celebrate my mother even, even this day here. I still celebrate her. My mother was an awesome woman of God. Uh, and she imparted different things, different techniques, different types of knowledge, different types of know-how into her children to make sure that we were good from a young age up until now. And we could function in this in this crazy world. So I, I just want to knock that out. But to my guys, my G's, I appreciate you guys for jumping on with me and being able to do this first podcast after that. Uh, I appreciate you guys on a, on a whole different level. And I, I thank you guys for rocking out with me. This was special to me. I faded in and out at the end, but it was mainly because you guys were having a conversation without needing me in it. And I appreciate that even more. So uh salute to 606 and salute salute to C class for for holding me down backing me up and making making sure they were able to participate in this conversation for those who are listening more conversations to come and remember the mission statement when you striving for greatness god never puts you in the stri- in the driver's seat if it's taking you bitch you <laughs> And I want people to know this as well. Life is good, man. Hey, I, I miss my mom, but life is good. I, I, I just want you all to know that things are only going, only going to get better. And to those who don't know, life, death, and taxes are a business. Make sure that you are on top of them either way it goes. Because when it's your time to go, 
people have to put you in that in that grave and it is a bill and we're we're okay i ain't saying nothing bad about us but for those who don't know get your life insurance in order and make sure that you can take care of your family because it's serious out here man some people can't make that gofundme money happen hey i didn't need i didn't need a gofundme i didn't need none of that you know because of my sisters and myself and, and the family that i come from we good like we know how to you know come together and get things done so um to all those listening god bless you appreciate you for tuning in to everybody in belgium uh france uh japan and a couple other places across the world. I appreciate everybody for tuning in and rocking out with the podcast, man. Remember the mission statement when you travel for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taken. We done, you bitch. Yes, sir.